message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. I have titled this exhortation, Tongue Revival. There must be a revival, if not in our Christian lives, at least there must be a revival on our lips. Praise God. The tongue. The tongue. If we can put the tongue in the place where it belongs, and if we can employ the tongue to do the things God expects the tongue to do, the whole body, the whole Christian experience will fall in line. Praise God. Very, very important, the tongue. So, I want to talk about the tongue revolution. I want to talk about the revival, starting with the lips. And God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The book of James, James, and chapter 3. I want to read a portion of James chapter 3. And I'll start from verse 1. My brethren, so straight away, you note that this passage is addressed to people that are already born again. People that are in church. People that have the spirit of God in them. People that are living by the word of God. These are the people this passage is addressed to. It is not addressed to people in the world. People that are not born again. No, 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 no. This is meant for you and for me. Praise God. My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things. Can you imagine that, brethren, that are stumbling in many things? For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is what? He is what? You may stumble in so many things, but if you are able not to stumble in the words that proceed from your lips, scripture will see you as a perfect person. So I want you to guard your lips very well because out of it, perfection is measured. Perfection in the faith. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body, able also to put the whole body under control, 
able also to keep the whole body in check. If anyone does not stumble in word, the words that proceed from his lips, he is a perfect man and he is able also to put the whole body under control. Verse 3. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body. That's an illustration for us. Those of us that are close to horse and their and their and and their control and all that. You put a piece of I'm not a horse person, you put a, a piece of rope in the mouth of the horse. At least the ones we see doing horse race, they put rope in their mouth and then they hold and with that in their mouth <laughs> they are able to control the whole of the fearful animal. The mouth. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body. Verse 4. Look also at ships. How many of us have seen a real ship? Not the one in the cinema. Not one on the film. Real ship. How many? Mm. Well, you are raising your hand because you think if you don't raise your hand, Everybody will say, you mean you don't know ship? But how many of us know ship? We have seen ship in book. We have seen ship in films. But have we seen ship? Good. How many have entered ship? I haven't, so don't, I haven't entered ship before. Amen. All right. Look at the ships. He said we should look at ship. Maybe senior pastor we should organize uh, an excursion. Since we couldn't do it when we were children, under the banner of the church, Winners Chapel, Ghana, we are going to Tema to go and look at ship. <laughs> because the Bible says we should look at the ship also. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. What controls the entire big ship on the big ocean is a small, in fact, it, the one I have seen in films is like the steering wheel of a car. Small like that. And yet, that is where the whole of the ship is controlled from. Very, very small and yet very, very, very powerful. Now verse 5. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire. The tongue is a fire. The tongue is a world of iniquity. 
The tongue is set, is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire by hell. If any of these brethren will be dragged into hell, the devil will drag the brethren into hell by what proceeds from the tongue. That is why we must watch the tongue. Verse 7, for every kind of beast and bird of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. Can you imagine? People have been able to tame sharks. Sharks, I believe, one of the fiercest large fishes in the ocean. Whales have been tamed. For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. Verse 8. But no man can tame the tongue. That is the memory verse for today. <laughs> James chapter 3 verse 8. No man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. With the mouth, we bless our God and Father. And with the mouth, we curse men. Can you imagine? Men who have been made in the similitude of God that we bless. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and then cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? No, it ought not to be so. The whole of James chapter 3 is dedicated to the tongue and how to put the tongue under control. But verse 8 is an alarming verse. It is a striking verse. It is a verse worthy of meditation. It is a verse that every one of us must remember. And what does verse 8 say? But no man can tame the tongue. I mean, no man. Including you. It is not possible for you to put control over the tongue. It is the tongue that defines the course of man's life. Whether you are born again or not born again, your tongue defines the course of life that you will live. Looking at verse 8 that says no man can tame the tongue and thinking of the 
fact that this is written to the brethren. People redeemed from the world. People washed and cleansed by the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ. People who have come under the control and under the influence of the spirit of God. And yet it is written concerning such brethren that it is not possible for a man to tame the tongue. Where does this scripture leave us? Are we able to do anything about it? If no man can tame the tongue and it is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison, then where are we going to? Where is the hope for us? What can we do about it? Because clearly, every word in scripture has been inspired by the Holy Ghost. And now we are told that no man, no man, no man can tame the tongue. I will show you the way out that God has provided for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And we must succeed at it so that we will make it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Acts of the Apostles and chapter 2. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2. This message is meant for the brethren. This is not an evangelistic message. Verse 1, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Who are these all people? These are the people that after the death and the resurrection and ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ still continued in the faith. So many followed him when he was around. But after the death, the resurrection and the ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ, the crowd thinned to a few. 120. At that moment, in the whole of this world, only 120 stood and identified with the Lord Jesus Christ. Only 120. That still held on to the promises of God. That still had some faith. That even though Christ has died and resurrected and they had seen him, there was still hope. Some had given up. The majority had given up. So the day of Pentecost came to meet those who had, from the depths of their heart, identified. Not just anybody. No, 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 no. And I'm showing you 
on the day of Pentecost, what happened? Chapter 2, verse 1, Acts of the Apostles. Uh, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, 120 people. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided what? Divided what? Divided what? Divided tongues as of fire. The scripture says, and the tongue is a fire. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. So there is not even the possibility of group therapy. It has to be an individual affair. So the Holy Spirit came, and as many people that were there, they split, the Holy Spirit split, and each person received the tongue of fire sitting upon them. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. Verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak. And they began to speak. And they began to speak. Not what they used to say, but this time they began to speak a different language. Different from what they had been speaking. New tongue. Something that you would not identify with the people. A whole new experience. A brand new world that they have been ushered into. Different sounds coming out of their lips. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak with other tongues. Not with their own original tongue. But they began to speak with other tongues. Tongues. As the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. Look at Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. Compare it with James chapter 3 and verse 8. James chapter 3 verse 8. The tongue of man nobody can tame. It is an unruly evil. <laughs> Not even God 
an attempt to tame your tongue. You know what God did? He just suspended your tongue and put a new one there. Finish. Now this one, and then I will give you a new tongue. The one that will take you to a different world, to a different level, to a different encounter, to a different experience. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website, www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Ajuman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.